0: For all of you basketball fans out there, um, guess what it was it was Dan Patrick kind of made the phrase famous. He's like, You can't stop him, you can only hope to contain him. And he would say this all the time when, you know, a basketball player was just absolutely on fire. And I, I found out that I think originally it actually came from the nineteen fifty-eight movie The Blob. But I guess apparently Dan Patrick popularized it. But so You can't stop him, you can only hope to contain him. That's what the world thinks about the message of Jesus Christ in a lot of ways. You know, people try their way, but you cannot stop him. So people in many ways, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the the religious leaders of that day, tried to contain him the best they can. But we can even see, even the apostles of Christ that are with the Lord and are preaching the gospel on behalf of the Lord, cannot be contained. They can't even be contained by prison. And there's multiple times in which an angel of the Lord frees the apostles from prison so that they can do his work. It's an amazing thing. And that whole idea of imprisonment is kind of an amazing thing because we often think of, you know, prisons as like dank, dark places. And, you know, and often they are. You know, not much light comes into there. And I always think back about, you know, during this Easter season, when we have this candle, especially those of you who who like to attend the Easter Vigil, that's a really profound day in the life of the church. In fact, it's the most important liturgy every year of the church is that Easter Vigil when the light of Christ is symbolized in this candle when the church is in darkness. One of the things that's so important to remember is that A lot of the times because of popular culture and a lot of other ideas and different types of religions, there's sort of like this dualistic idea that there is an equal part of darkness and an equal part of light and they sort of battle together. But darkness is a privation of light, it's a lack of light. It doesn't actually have power on its own the same thing with evil it's not like you know star wars where there's like the force and there's the dark side and then the light side and they actually battle again yeah, you know evil has no power on its own it's just a lack of the good and so light and darkness are symbolic for that very thing and so you know i always like to think back of um, to the lord of the rings because i think that the character of Gollum is such a great example Because what happens in the Lord of the Rings? Gollum is a normal person at one point in his life. But then he finds the ring of power. And what does the ring of power do? It actually makes you invisible. And so his life, he starts to live in the darkness. Completely in the darkness. And what does sin end up doing? Most of the time, if you think about some of the sins that you would confess to the Lord... They're not things that you would want other people to know, typically. That's usually why we do it in private, in a small confessional. And, 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 you know, and priests are not allowed to tell anybody what happens in that moment. And so imagine what that ring does. Makes you invisible. What's the only reason why you would need the power to invisibility? Like, would you do anything good by being invisible? Usually, everything you would do by being invisible is something that would be cloaked in darkness, something, of course, you wouldn't want anybody to see. But then, when you hear this reading, of course, you know, again, in sports, again, you know, what do you see? John 3.16. It's amazing that people still do that because, again, just like all of these readings during our Easter season, they're, they're the best summaries of what our faith is those that believe in jesus christ have salvation and again you know we don't have salvation outside of believing in the only begotten son of god and that those that believe in him they live their life in the light they don't try to cloak what they do in darkness because if they're in the light of christ there's nothing to hide there's nothing at all to hide Uh, one example i maybe i've mentioned before i'm not sure but um, some years ago, I, you know, I forgot. I think I was just home uh, visiting my family, and I had logged on because my mom wanted to see pictures of something, and they were on Facebook. And so we had gotten on Facebook, and so she was looking at these pictures. And I spent almost zero time on social media, um, but it was logged on to my mom's iPad, so she just got in the habit of just, like, scrolling through the news feed or something like that. And I'd mentioned something to, to another person one day, and they said, you let your mom on your, on your Facebook? Like, are you crazy? And I was like, look, I am a Catholic priest. I was like, if my mother cannot see everything that's happening on my Facebook account, then I, I'm obviously doing something wrong. But again, that's, that's the idea of living our, light, living our life in the light of Christ, not hiding things that we do in the darkness. Because it's almost always we hide something because we know we're doing something wrong and so again remember we cannot stop the lord jesus christ especially when we see the oppressive things that are happening to to our church and to the christian faith in the world remember you cannot stop him (laughs) you know you can only hope to contain him and so people will do what they will do but this saving message of jesus christ will never be stopped Uh, we we receive that promise and it's the very reason that we're all here because we believe that and so we have to live our life in the light so people see that what we do as Christians is, is good works. We have nothing to hide. God bless you all.